Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna. We have missed you guys, and we are so excited to be here sharing a conversation and getting back in touch in our, you know, ether realm where we all connect through this podcast. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys noticed that we took some weeks off, and, you know, we have to just really follow what our strategy and authority is guiding us towards. And we have to really allow ourselves to work and to share things in a way that's aligned and authentic for us. And honestly, that's hard for us to do because we love you guys and we love connecting. We love sharing these um, podcasts and sharing this content and being able to open up these conversations between us and all of you guys listening. But, you know, we've just been guided to take some breaks and take some weeks off. And here we are super excited to talk about um, our topic of the day. We wanted to talk about 3D, 4D, and 5D consciousness, which I feel like is kind of like a buzz term. And you see this all over the internet, on Instagram, you know, people are talking a lot about it. So we just wanted to share our thoughts and kind of share our human design perspective on that. Yes. And we are just so excited to be back with you guys. And I feel like there's been so many things that I've thought of over the last, you know, few weeks that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do that on the podcast or talk about this or explore this <clears throat> on the podcast. And then, you know, the day it comes around and we're we're using our strategy and authority. And it's like, you know what? Not today. And that answer is can be frustrating because it's like, oh, okay, well, I like wanted to, but also, you know, when I talk about it, I'm actually wanting to rest or I'm wanting to, you know, do these other things. So, um, you guys know we live our human design. That's where we kind of lead from and it's the most important thing to us. So it's just this giant trust fall, but we Mm -hmm. honestly love you guys. We miss you guys. And, Also, one thing I've been noticing, you know, some podcasts have like seasons where Mm -hmm. they, you know, they record all of this stuff, all this content, and then they release it all on like the 25th day in August. And then they have a season till like January. And then the next season will start. And we (laughs) are just kind of flying by the seats of our pants. And is that a phrase? Yeah. Yeah. We're flying by it. And we don't have nearly as much structure whatsoever. So thanks for just flowing with us and going with when things come out, when they want to come out. 
And honestly, this kind of goes in alignment with the last episode that we released talking about conscious technology use and really asking yourself, am I using technology in a way that is serving me, serving my purpose and really supporting me in living my design? Or am I using technology to go against my design, to go against what is right for me and to go against what feels aligned for me? And, you know, so many people ask us about starting their own business and having to post on social media and having to be consistent and needing to create reels. And, you know, from our perspective, it's all about doing what is real for you, doing what's authentic for you. And if we push ourselves and force ourselves to follow some, you know, one size fits all kind of program in order to get more followers or whatever, like it might work on paper, but it's not sustainable for the energetics of your business or your career. So we really want to kind of share that we're on this journey of having that trust fall, listening to ourselves, posting when we want to post, creating a podcast when we want to create one. And we are seeing how that goes. And we've been proving to ourselves that that really works for us and that you can kind of free yourself from this rat race of like constant needing to post, needing to post, needing to post every day without it being real for you. So we just really want to like preach that message and give you guys the permission to, to do what feels right for you. And the people who are aligned for you will love that and will respond well to the things that you create when you are in your truth. Yes. It's like surrendering to that divine timing. Um, and, and letting it flow. And, you know, it's interesting the last few weeks, we've had so many things going on. As you guys know, I'm planning my wedding and that's coming up in two months, which is insane. I know it's kind of like, oh my gosh, every time I I say that my heart's like pounding. Um, (laughs) but it's, you know, we have the bachelorette party in, like three weeks Uh and then it's a month after that which is freaking insane so anyways that's been super busy also we launched our retreat in Costa Rica in January and that is gonna be so amazing it was it's been a long time coming and as many of you guys know from our emails and our social media this we put so much intention and um, heart and just everything into this retreat. And we just cannot wait to share space with you guys. And we're kind of overwhelmed because it sold out really quickly when we launched and we weren't necessarily expecting that. We weren't expecting anything. We were just like, here you go, universe. We're showing up to what our strategy and authority has led us to. And because it sold out so quickly, we are now feeling like, okay, maybe we are going to do more of these or we don't know yet. We're just waiting to be guided there, but it's been pretty, pretty wild. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about with our retreat, um, you know, one of the biggest questions that we get daily is where can I get really good human design training? Where can I learn and become a reader myself? And we get at least six to 10 DMs or emails a day asking for training specifically from us and like talk about getting the invitation like over and over and over again like where can I get training from you guys how can I learn to be a reader from you guys and you know those invitations it's like 
in your mind, you have, you know, this different story. You have this doubt and like, does it make sense? And like, there's already other people doing trainings. And if you just can tune into your strategy and authority, you know, for us getting that invitation and then using our authority, like, will it make for me with emotional authority, will this make me happy to do this? And for Shana talking this out and does this bring me closer to my sense of life direction and to my purpose and mission? And, you know, it's really cool to observe within our own lives when we do this the right way, you know, and we allow ourselves to really just be authentic and to trust ourselves instead of getting tripped up in our minds, it always proves to be something that just feels so beautifully aligned. So the people that are coming to this first retreat training in Costa Rica, I can just feel from the depth of my soul that every single person who signed up is meant to be there. You know, like we encouraged people to use their authority to say, do you want to come or not? Do you want to get this training or get trained from someone else? Use your authority. Like this is your decision. Feel inside of your body what is right for you. And so with all of us doing that, like actually following our designs and actually using our strategy and authority, then we've co-created something that just feels like pure magic. Like, honestly, I get goosebumps when I think about it because I just feel like it's so aligned, like the people that are there and us and the way that we did it, like it might not make sense in your mind, but like it all feels so right. So I'm just like riding on a cloud sometimes, so grateful that life really can be a lot easier than you think. And these big moves that we could get totally tripped up on you're actually led towards them. And your job is to kind of like get out of your own way and trust yourself. And if everyone can start doing that, look at the magic that we can co-create together. Yes, 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 yes. And I I feel, you know, there's so many unknowns in the world right now with COVID and traveling. And, you know, that was another big mental uh, surrendering to our authority with this. And literally the day after we paid the deposit before we launched we literally got an email from them saying oh everybody you know coming to costa rica no longer has to have this health insurance if they're vaccinated and you know the rules shifted whereas up until that point with you know researching and finding retreat center retreat centers and booking and paying a deposit all of that it had been you know well fingers crossed with with restrictions lightening up and it was just kind of this validation in in you know observing how when you trust yourself you know things the universe works with you and so obviously you know I'm not going to be like saying oh because we used our authority the restrictions in Costa Rica changed that's not what I'm saying at all I'm just saying you know there's times where you can really see okay I can use my body. I am divinely held and guided and whatever is meant to be is going to, you know, for the best of everyone going is going to happen. And I can just trust in that. I don't have to have the answers. I don't have to have it figured out. And there's been so many times throughout, you know, our lives where we've seen when we kind of take that leap of faith and we, we see how we're caught, you know, in the early days of starting our business, there was so much mental, um, anxiety around big purchases and, you know, buying our essential oil bottles or buying, you know, products for our boxes. And those were big purchases and we didn't have, you know, we had to take out business loans for that. And that was scary, but then it would literally be like, we'd make a big purchase. And the next day 
we would have orders come in that that match to the dollar amount what we just spent. And it was like, okay, we used our authority. We are divinely held. So I just wanted to share that because there's so many little signs that you can see. Oh, I trusted myself here and wow, I hit no traffic going home. Or I, you know, I made this decision and wow, my friend just called and they are going to be able to visit and now do this experience with me. Um, So just kind of starting to notice when you trust yourself and listen to your authority, how that pans out um, Mm -hmm. and how, how the universe around you, the energy around you comes in a little bit easier to support you in that, that way of living. And I also just wanted to say in the same vein that we know that there are people that wanted to go to this first training retreat and that either like didn't get in because we did have limited space or you're on our waiting list. And I just wanted to give you guys love too and say that, you know, I truly believe that everything works out for a reason. And so the divine timing will carry us and, you know, accepting and embracing that too. And, you know, we're listening, we're open to receiving invitations to create more. So things really work out in the end. And also we know a lot of you guys are not able to travel internationally or to take 10 days off of work or away from your kids. So we are going to be creating an online reader training. So for all of you guys listening that are really wanting to use human design in your work to become human design readers, we are going to create an online training that's expected to come out in like early spring of 2022. So it's pretty cool to see how many people are drawn to human design. Like I genuinely feel from the bottom of my heart that human design is a tool that has come into our world so that we can make this big shift into this new paradigm, a new way of thinking, so we can raise our consciousness. And that's what we came here to talk about today is this raise in consciousness and these different dimensions of consciousness and, you know, how much we're shifting and how we're seeing in our, wor- our world in a different way. And I definitely think human design is like such a profound gift to the world, you know, to this mundane 3D world from these higher planes. And it's really exciting to see so many people being called to this work and feeling like it's important because we are so passionate about the about how this can really help us expand and grow. Um, but before we dive into that, you know, I just wanted to use this time to catch up with you guys and to share like the things that have been coming into our field and the nuggets of wisdom, because we always know that when we share the things that have been coming to us, people reach out and they're like, that same thing has been happening in my life. And it's insane that you mentioned it because we're also connected with us, like riding on the same frequencies. So I just wanted to ask Shana, like, what do you feel like has been coming into your field in the last couple of weeks? Like, I know you've been really focused on the wedding, but like, in general, where do you feel like your journey has been like showing up in your life? That's so funny. I was just going to ask you the same thing. Um, so I feel like the main thing I've been observing, so I have gate 33. It's a big part of my energy, which is all about reflecting on your observations. And I've just been observing the small ways that liberation comes into my life of of just that feeling of of freedom because you know human design i've mentioned this a lot on the podcast that it's the most liberating tool i've ever found in in that it allows you to set down your conditioning and have that freedom to choose for yourself and know who you are right so the human design is this very like profound like boom 
boom in your face when you find out about it. You feel those like chains being broken and and being able to really expand um, and know who you are. So I've really been observing the small ways that I feel liberated. And this is going to sound so funny, but it's been in little things like when I'm by myself, I have been having so much joy in eating like potato chips but crunching the (laughs) shit out of them like loud mouth open like no one's around I can just like eat this so free and wild and like really get that crunchy crunch out and it feels so good like if you haven't done that just like laying down crunching it loud mouth open no one's around to watch you try it because it feels fucking good like it feels amazing and I so yeah so that's one thing that I've been really observing that is Um, not what I was expecting you to say but I love it and that's hilarious and it's so true because especially as women we're so taught to be tame and to always be presentable and like so much of our conditioning is this filter of like is what you're doing ladylike or attractive you know like we're always so uh, conditioned to always be attractive, even when we're eating food, even when we're going to the grocery store, even when we're in our own bedroom with our partner. But it's like, can you just like unleash that and be like the wild animal yeah. that you are, you know? Right? Like, yeah. I mean, even even men and like being polite at the table, like if you're out with friends or you're out, you know, with family, it's so, it would be so rude to eat your chips <laughs> or eat your food like smacking loud like that. But it's just, I don't know. I found it so um, cathartic. I don't know if that's the right word, but just so liberating. And so just small things like that of, you know, really being able to let it rip. That mm-hmm. phrase, let it rip, yeah. has also come into our world lately yeah. with a few clients saying, you know, I just, I feel like I need to let it rip and going on a let it rip trip. And I'm like, yes, let it rip like that theme. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's so perfect right now being in Leo season, Mm -hmm. but let it rip just feels like, why not? That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you need to, you know, quit your job and break up and go be single and travel the world and say F you to everyone. It could mean that if that's what your authority is leading you to, but it also could just mean like rip open that bag of potato chips and like lay down (laughs) and like get the crumbs all over your shirt and just crunch the shit out of them and like (laughs) listen to music and stare off into the, you know, I do it in my backyard. So it's like, I'm just watching my yard. I'm crunching it out and it just feels so free. So that's my main, um, observation (laughs) over the last few weeks, super profound, um, and super, you know, bridal for the wedding, (laughs) but yeah. And then, you know, with, with the wedding, it's been, it's been, um, surprisingly really hard lately for me, if I'm honest. Um, I've been super, like, the bridal shower was amazing and gorgeous. Dana and my other best friend, Emma, um, there are two maids of honor, and they threw it here at my house, and it was literally the most beautiful and just, like, I feel like I got bathed in blessings and love, and it was just honestly just beyond anyone's expectations ever in the whole world. It's incredible. So 
that was amazing. And there's been so many amazing things with planning a wedding and so exciting and, you know, all the good things. But then there's also been all the hard things, right? We talk about how expansion is in both directions. And as far as you go forward into love and, you know, abundance and beauty and connection, you also go below, which is, you know, sometimes pain or trauma or shadow work or, um, you know, just kind of exploring that expansion in your, in your personal or internal world or in your relationships. So there it's both sides of this spectrum. And I'm, I know I'm here to feel it all, but it has been, like the last week and a half, like since the bridal shower, I don't know why I've just been so emotional. And so, um, I don't know, just, you know, crying about everything. I can cry at like the drop of a hat, which I never ever was like that before. It would, ha- I'd have to watch a show or like something really emotional or listen to something really heartbreaking to really cry. But I just, I never cry in my regular daily life. And I, you know, I don't have an emotional wave. So I've just been, yeah, I've just been crying a lot. I've been just kind of sad um, the last week and a half, but then obviously have moments of excitement, but it's, yeah, it's been pretty hard. So that's where I'm at in a very vulnerable and honest way right now with, with everything. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You know, it's interesting. I remember when I was getting married, feeling like in our Western American culture, we don't have very many spiritual rites of passage and our wedding is one of them. So I really felt like all of the big feels from other areas of my life coming up to the surface because of my wedding, because it's this moment in your life where like everyone in your life is coming together to see you and support you and be there. And it's all about your family and the person that you love and their family. And like a lot of times in our family, we have all of this intense karma and like these deeper things. So I definitely felt like in in my wedding too, it was like the most love and joy and ecstatic elation I've ever felt in my life and some of the most intense pain and disappointment and sadness and like those those traumatic like family karma or f- dynamics kind of like coming to the surface and it's all there at once. Like it's like this magnifying glass or like this pressure chamber where things are really amplified. So yes. I love I love that we can just be there for all of it. Like that's the goal. And that's what I said to Brian and to his sister, Chrissy, who I'm super, I'm so close with Brian's family. Um, And, you know, I just said, I'm just not depressed, but just kind of down about, about it. Like I'm not excited in this moment to get married. I'm not here for the wedding. I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm just really sad. I'm really devastated with a few things that, that happened and, you know, I'm just going to feel it and there's Mm -hmm. nothing that we need to fix. Obviously I still want to get married. Obviously it's not about the things that have happened or not happened. It's about Brian and I getting married in our union and that that ceremony, that spiritual rite of passage, like everything that you said, I know all of this mentally, but in my heart, in my, you know, in this moment, this is where I'm at. And I'm not trying to fix, I'm just trying to feel it. And 
it's it's taken me, you know, I'm still there right now. I've, you know, a week and a half, two weeks later, and that's okay. And I'm not judging myself for that. So that's been a big lesson for me too, is to just be like, you know what? I don't need to fix what yeah. I'm feeling. I don't yes. need to, which as somebody who doesn't have an emotional wave, I'm not well versed in that. You know, having mm-hmm. emotional wave, it's all about accepting that your emotions don't have to be fixed. You can feel them. What is this teaching me? What am I mm-hmm. learning? And that's like a daily, weekly experience. Yeah. And for me, it's 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 not that. Um, yeah. And so that's been a big, a big lesson of just sitting in that. Do you think that like when you say you're not looking forward to like your, your whole wedding in this moment where you are, do you think it's mostly about like your family or do you think it's mostly about like all of the physical pieces that have to come together to make that event happen? Um, I think it's mostly my family, you know, feeling like, so, you know, at the bridal shower, I found out that my grandparents uh, can't come and my grandpa was walking me down the aisle. And so that was like, really devastating to me and I had to really suck it up and and go back into the bridal shower you know obviously had been crying but um and then you know it all it turned around it was amazing but um that to me it just brought up all the emotions of like you know my dad not being there and feeling abandoned by my family and you know Mm -hmm. Even though I, they're not abandoning me, they're, you know, they're old, they're 90. Of course they can't come. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just, I'd really always wanted them to come and always known. And, you know, my grandma is like this mother figure to me. So, and then coupled with, you know, my, a lot of the majority of my family forgetting that it was even my bridal shower and didn't make the Zoom, you know, my mom texted me a day later, like, oh, I forgot. And so it was just like all of that piled up. So then I was just feeling, I mean, and I have been feeling just this, like, oh, we're having this huge expensive wedding and it's all just Brian's family and friends and, you know, my aunts and then my friends. And, and I feel like my side's not as, um, uh, as represented. And I know that that's not true logically in my brain and probably shouldn't be talking about this on the podcast, but you know what? <laughs> I am here who I am and I, here we are. I can't help it. Um, but it, yeah. So I, I know logically all the things it's mm-hmm. just, this is where my heart's at. Yeah, totally. And so you- I did, I have been feeling like I'm grieving what I, always pictured my wedding would be yeah. or, you know, my expectations of mm-hmm. having, you know, so there, there's just a lot of shit going on. Weddings mm-hmm. bring out all those emotions. Yeah. So I just know, like I'm expanding in both places and the more that I explore and talk about and mm-hmm. share vulnerably, the more I will expand in other amazing, beautiful ways yeah. um, on the other end of the spectrum. And I'm sure that someone, hopefully someone listening, is this helps them in some way because otherwise we can edit this out. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, you know, I think it's important because we're, as we're navigating this transition into this new paradigm, it's all about the emotional realm. That is literally the thing that we are all being called to start working on and to realize that our emotions are our connection to spirit. 
You know, our emotions are the driving force that helps us to evolve. And that is why we're here. So I think it's super important to lead with like that real shit that we've all been taught to look away from, to turn our heads away from, to not talk about in a public way. Like, I think it's so important. And also, especially I've been noticing in my own journey, being a projector especially, but I think this can be true for all of the types, um, giving yourself credit for the difficult things that you're experiencing. You know, like I truly believe that every single person is enlightened in their own way, naturally. Like every single person, there's one area of life that they just freaking get it and they have no difficulty. They just soar from a young age. And it's interesting to look at people and to say, what is this area that this person in front of me they are, you know, enlightened in some area. How can I learn from that? And then also we all have these areas that we have a lot of karma, a lot of just, you know, like energy there that we're here to really experience those challenges and those up levels and that growth. And that can be the area that we grow the most in. And that is, you know, we're really here to look at, but if it's challenging for us, like it's important to give ourselves credit. And as a projector, I've been really noticing, like, I feel like I, I need to work more on recognizing my own challenges and really giving myself credit and being like, you know what? That is fucking hard. And other people don't really know what you're feeling, but you do. So let me just be my own mother to myself and hold myself and let myself cry in my own arms and, you know, like really see how, how brave I am for navigating something that does have a lot of karma associated. And I think that that has been like so freeing for me to really lean into that instead of being like wanting that recognition from other people. Because the more I recognize myself in those really challenging areas, the more I just feel totally liberated and like either other people will recognize it too or not. Um, But I do think that that's a really special and important theme that like everyone can integrate more into their lives. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's what I've been doing the, the last two weeks is really looking at it really seeing it, really recognizing myself and, you know, holding space for there's so, you know, I'm so incredibly privileged. I've been really seeing that as well and seeing how just my privilege in, in being able to sit and look at this and feel it. Um, so there's, there's all these different things, but it, you know, I'm on the journey and I'm just, I'm excited, but I'm also devastated. And you know what? That's what I'm meant to feel in this moment. So yeah, it's been really, really interesting. Um, And I'm sure that we'll get messages after this, like, you're going to be okay. And like, I know I will. (laughs) And I I am okay. Um, I'm just feeling it all. So what have you been observing and feeling the last few weeks. Yeah. So I'm watching my friend's cats right now. I don't know if you can hear the cat purring, but cats are (laughs) freaking on another level. And I have been tripping out observing them because they're just like, I don't, I haven't had a cat since I was like 10, but um, being around these cats, like at night, they get into their hunting mode and their eyes get all dilated. And they're like, I feel like they're like looking at spirits. And here in my friend's house, <laughs> there's a piano here and the cats jump up onto the piano and like play a little tune every time they jump up or jump down. And sometimes the tune is really like uplifting, like, 
when they jump up onto the <laughs> piano and the, with their little paws. And then sometimes they jump down, it's like boom, like super ominous. And I'm just oh like, I feel like these cats are my spirit guides and they're creating the soundtrack. But anyways, that was a side tangent. Another gate 33 gem of wisdom. You're welcome, everyone. Um, but honestly, I've been thinking about in this last couple of weeks, like um, I feel this drive within me because that's a big part of my energy um, to, you know, be making progress and like wanting to like put myself out there more and like work and like a lot of life has not been a cohesive environment for me to do that. Like all of these signs and things are just like, no, bitch, chill. And it's like, I don't want to chill. Like I want to like go and go and go. And like that pause of like, no, it's not the time to do this. You need to do something else um, can really be challenging for me. And so I always try to like go back to if I was my own client and, you know, I was telling this projector girl, like what to do in these times of, of this feeling, um, I try to really take my own advice and like do what I think is going to be right for me, you know, and that's like a conscious choice. I might sound really simple, but for me, it's been profound. And so like, I've been going back and really asking myself, okay, in this moment right now, what fascinates me? And like, what do I want to learn more about within human design or within my business or within my craft? Because especially as a projector, going deeper into that fascination and putting more focus and energy into what really interests you, it's always going to actually magnetize outward success without you even having to work or without even trying. So um, I've been going back and, and reading different transcripts from Ra, from Ra Ruhu and, and learning about the neutrino stream and like the big bang and the creation of the universe and like that shit is crazy yeah crazy and i have a friend who actually studied um physics in college and he knows like all of this different you know quantum science but like on a very different level than totally. we do from this like human design spiritual level so it's just been really fascinating for me to learn even more about neutrinos and like the life force within that and to see like the fractal nature of our universe, how everything is repeated, these patterns, the way that things connect are repeated from the macrocosm all the way down to the microcosm. And um, Jared and I were watching this documentary on Netflix by Paul Stamets that's called Fantastic Fungi. And it's all about mushrooms and mycelium. It's insane. And okay, check this out. So the mushroom is actually just like the fruit of the whole plant, of the whole fungi. So think of like an apple on an apple tree. The mushroom that you can see is like the apple. And then underneath wow. the ground is the mycelium. So these networks of like little tiny microfibers that travel in all directions and create this web. And that's actually the majority of the tree or the fungi. So these mycelium networks are all underneath the ground connecting everything in the entire world and trees are able to use these pathways to communicate to share nutrients to warn each other if a disease is coming or if a threat is coming with a pest and so this mycelium it's once you see like the visual of it it's exactly like the neural pathways in our brain and it travels and carries information in that exact same way in this complex web that connects everything and then i was reading about neutrinos and the way that neutrinos are created from these stars and they come out in these streams in every single direction 
and they connect with all of the other neutrino streams coming from all the other stars. And it creates this web exactly like the mycelium, exactly like the neuropathways in our brain, like this complex network that's able to translate and transmit information and, you know, consciousness throughout the universe. So I was freaking tripping on that and just seeing how like, of course, you know, of course, the smallest thing in the microcosm, the mycelium network under the ground is the same pattern within us. It's the same pattern within the one source consciousness that travels all throughout the universe. And like, it's so interesting because our science is opening up to where people are starting to see things in this higher, higher light and starting to see beyond, you know, the illusion of what our five physical senses can see. And even we're seeing our science really come into this more 4D, 5D frame of consciousness where we're starting to realize the connection of all things, the mirroring of all things, the fractal energy of this universe. And I just feel like it's so freaking cool that human design is something that can help me understand the universe, like in the most deep and profound sense that I can find personally in my own life. And like, it's just so exciting and fascinating. And like, once I get into that frame of really genuinely finding something that actually fascinates me and diving into it and thinking about it and talking about it, it's like all of my other ego shit and mind shit melts away. And I'm just this like pure ball of like passion for life and like fire for wanting to share things and like so in my purpose. So that was really long-winded, yeah. but that's what's been coming. It's to me. incredible. And one of the things that I love about us that um that Tim Morris actually shared is that he said Dana's really like water energy and Shane is really like fire energy. And um and Anyways, that always got has me thinking that we're so polar. We're so mm-hmm. polarized. And and when I am in this very heartfelt um, feeling energy, you're in this very um, mental but ob- observational and exploring and fascination and drive energy. And we always kind of teeter-totter, which mm-hmm. is one of the most difficult things about mm-hmm. well, you know being in business together. But also one of the most amazing things, because when I'm really needing rest, you're really inspired and wanting to do a bunch of stuff and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And it kind of creates this stretch, but this balance. Mm -hmm. And it's just fucking insane. I love it. Um, I have gate 10, which is the gate of self-love. And I feel that shit on the regular. Like, I fucking Mm -hmm. love myself. (laughs) I love everything about it. I love my relationships. I love you. Like I love how my relationships affect me. And I feel so passionate to help other people find that self-love. And anytime that, you know, not self-love comes in, um, not loving myself comes in, it's like I swat it away with just Mm -hmm. like, nope, that's conditioning. I'm designed to love every single thing about myself. Mm -hmm. And I fucking do at this point. Like I reached this place of like, I love myself. So, like, I wish I could make a clone me. And I don't feel like that's, <laughs> that you know, egoic. Yeah. I saw something that was like single definition, like a meme. Like, I wish I could run across the beach into my own arms. And I do feel that with gate 10. But, um, and, you know, that's how we're all designed to feel, though. We're all designed to reach yeah. that self-love. And, 
Um, anyways, I just love that's so fascinating. I can't wait to watch that movie. And yeah, it's so, so I'm good. into it. And can I say something, too, that something I saw, like, on the internet, on the interwebs, um, someone was saying, you know, there's that phrase, hurt people, hurt people. And he's like, okay, well, if that's true, then healed people, heal people. And mm. adding on to that, people who love themselves help other people love themselves. Like, it yes. is this, it is this chain reaction that starts with you. And like, that's like the premise of everything that we want to share in human design is like, it starts with you. If you can go on that journey. You are helping other people like yes. naturally, if you can liberate yourself, you are naturally liberating other people purely like on an energetic form. It's not something that you're trying to do. Whereas like you could be trying to liberate someone else, but you're not liberated yourself and it doesn't really work. You know, you could yes. be trying to help someone else love themselves, but you don't really love and accept yourself. And it's not really going to work in the long run. So like, the, yeah. so permission to really focus on yourself because that's been a struggle in my life is like thinking, I really, really, really want to help other people. What can I do out there in the world? And knowing that it has to start with within, and then yeah. you're able to like project and create things in an external way. Yeah, because you're this that. mushroom that like you're all connected. So if you just focus on your own energy, you're going to be communicating that through those webs yeah. to everyone else. Um, and you know, with all of the gates in human design, they all have an inward and outward expression. They all have a highest expression and a lowest expression as well. And so, you know, we always talk about when we do readings or, you know, in our video courses, what, you know, this energy looks like in your own life. So gate 10, for example, is, you know, having self-love, going on the journey of what that looks like and can you fully accept yourself exactly as you are? And then the outward expression is helping other people to find that self-love and creating things that help people to really accept themselves fully as they are right now. So all of the gates, all of the energies in human design have both that inward and outward, expre outward expression. And it all starts with, first of all, knowing what they are knowing yourself, mm -hmm. knowing what your gifts are, and then um, deconditioning by doing that inward. Um, I don't want to say work because I hate that word. Um, yeah. But I do. I hate that word. Like, do the work. I know. Um, because it it's sounds not so boring and bad. And it's. I think of it more as, like, bringing awareness to that journey. Like, really being yeah. aware of it and allowing the journey, the unfolding, the transformation to be there. Yeah. Exactly so should we talk is. about our topic? Because it's like four. I mean, I in. guess, or we could just <laughs> end the podcast and not talk about it. But um, yeah, so what we wanted to talk about, just because we've been seeing it a lot, and we wanted to share our our thoughts on it, is this concept of three D, four D, five D consciousness. So of course, the D stands for dimension, third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, and you know really what we want to talk about these as are different states of consciousness. You know, this dimension being like a thought plane, a level of thinking. And we've seen a lot of talk about this on Instagram and people saying that, you know, there's these, these different dimensions of consciousness, these different states of consciousness, and that, you know, we're all here in this physical third dimension where things are physical reality, 
a lot of the, it is an illusion. We appear to be separate from other people. Um, and then you kind of awaken from that state and then you progressively move up into the 4D and then into the 5D and that it's this like linear path. And we wanted to share that we really observe in our own journey that we can exist in all three of these different states of consciousness at different times. We can have ideas that come to us or fears that come to us or, you know, just frequencies or thought forms or emotions that come to us through these different three states of consciousness. And we don't really experience it always as like this linear progression. Although over time, the more awareness you bring to your state of consciousness and how you're really seeing the world, you do end end up kind of like elevating into more often than not being in these higher states. So we wanted to just kind of talk about that and flesh it out a bit. Yeah. So do you want to break down what you know, is 3D, what is 4D, and what is 5D when it comes to ways of thinking or living your life? Yeah. And of course, I want to say that this is all kind of subjective. We're just sharing what we think about it and how we see it. Um, You might read things online that are different because these are kind of complex and ethereal and and somewhat intangible concepts. Um, But when it comes to the 3D, it's really like this illusion that we live in where everything is physical. Everything around us is purely in a physical state. Our bodies are in this physical state of being where we really think that we're completely solid and we're completely made out of matter. And a lot of our science supports that. A lot of our our Western medicine shows us that our body is this physical form with these different parts. You know, our heart is pumping blood, our lungs are breathing oxygen, and we're almost like a car. Like if you have a problem with your heart, you just take out the heart and you put in a new part a new heart to, to replace it. And we really see the world in that way of everything being physical. Nothing is connected. Everything stands on its own. Um, and we're not really seeing the full picture at all. We're completely limited by our five physical senses, which can only see or feel or touch or, you know, hear a small part of the spectrum of what's actually happening. So when people are really just living in this 3D space, there can be a lot of problems that are caused from this illusion of separateness. You know, things like greed and feeling like there's not enough, feeling like we're all in competition, feeling like it's like survival of the fittest. And and in order to succeed or to have what you need in life, you have to like go against other people or hurt other people. And a lot of that is happening because people who are really just living in this state of consciousness on the third dimension, you're not seeing that when you hurt someone else or take from someone else, it ultimately affects you. You know, people in this 3D are seeing even animals or plants as physical objects instead of living beings that share your same consciousness that are in the end connected to you and a part of you. And when we live in this space, it can be really dangerous because we don't realize that when we affect the environment in a negative way or when we hurt animals or impact the environment in a negative way, we don't see how it comes back to us or affects us. And it allows us to operate in this state where we're very destructive And, you know, I think about this all the time because when it comes to like climate change and, you know, all of the issues that we're having in our in our politics and in our governments and in these big structures that are crumbling right now, a lot of the problems always boil back down to greed and and fear and thinking that we're separate from the environment and the people around us. So, you know, also within this 3D 
realm. Uh, you're only seeing what's a, directly in front of you, you know, the physical objects. And that can be obviously like blissful too. You know, you can gr- find great joy in just being here with this food in front of you and just talking to this person in front of you and kind of indulging in these simple pleasures and just you know, staying present and focused on the physical things in front of you. So it's not always that it has to be bad, but it's just that it can be problematic because we don't see our connection to other people. So then we progress into 4D uh, state of consciousness, which is obviously a step higher. And we start to awaken to the fact that we are all connected and that we're not actually these purely physical material beings that are completely separate from others. We start to realize, oh, my actions affect other people. And then that in turn affects me. We start to kind of dabble in this world of interconnectedness. We start to kind of uh, perceive things in, in a new way. But in this 4D realm, you're still kind of labeling things as good or bad. You're still kind of seeing things as, you know, either this thing is is helping me raise my consciousness and helping me become free and evolved, or this thing is a bad thing that's holding me back and that's disempowering me. And those labels of good and bad can really be overwhelming and upsetting for anyone who's living in this 4D realm, because it's like, on one hand, the veil is being lifted and you're starting to see there's more to life than the physical. There's more to life than what we've been told. But on the other side, there can be this, you know, fear of, Are there people above me that knew more than I did? And are they controlling me? Or am I disempowered in some way? Or, you know, is if everything is not what I thought it is, does that mean that everything is really bad? And, you know, we can see a lot of like people in this, you know, who've gone down the rabbit hole with conspiracy theories and they're living in a lot of fear. They're feeling really disempowered. They're realizing that, you know, maybe things were not the way that they thought they were, but they're holding on to the fact that that naturally means that it's a bad thing and that, it's scary for them. So within this 4D also, you know, there's a lot of uh, elevation in the things that you're thinking about and talking about. Instead of just talking about things on the physical plane that you can see in front of you, you're starting to feel more about like, what is my purpose? How can I connect more with my intuition? Um, So it is this elevation from the physical realm into these more subtle realms or higher realms. Um, And then we can progress into the 5D, which is, this the highest state of consciousness that we want to talk about in these three realms. And in the 5D realm, you really see everything as connected, period. Like you can't unsee the fact that you're connected to all things. And actually, instead of just being connected to something, like we share this environment and we affect each other, you realize that you both are the universe. And so not only are you connected, you are one and the same. And that person is you. That tree is you. This rock or table even is you because it is animated by the same life force that you are as well. And, you know, from this place of 5D, you start to really have no labels of good or bad. So experiences or emotions or things that happen, it's you're getting rid of this like labeling of good, bad, or fear, or, you know, freedom. And you're really starting to see that all things are unfolding in this higher flow of intelligence that is for the greater good. In the end, all things that happen are here to help us evolve and grow. So even if they're challenging, even if they're difficult, even if they invoke fear, 
they're not a bad thing. There's something for you to embrace and face head on so that you can grow and evolve. And any of the challenges that happen are actually a blessing because they help you up level. So in this space, you kind of get rid of those two polarization labels and you start to see that polarization as oneness. And, you know, without the the dark, there is no light. Without the light, there is no dark. You start to see how instead of them being these two polarized things that are forces that are fighting against each other, they're more like two sides of one coin and they exist in this wholeness. And, you know, in this 5D plane, there is a lot more love and compassion and understanding and acceptance. Um, but we definitely want to say that one of the big things to watch out for in the 5D is you know, tricking yourself and identifying with being in the 5D, but actually you're spiritually bypassing, feeling the whole feeling, feeling the real darkness that comes with that level of light. Yes. And it's interesting, you know, thank you for for explaining those um, so eloquently and so in depth. Um, and it's interesting with these levels, it's really natural. And I, I feel like I've observed this a lot in the spiritual community to um, tie a lot of ego into it and to say, you know, oh, well, that's 2D or, oh, well, you know, I live in the 5D now. So whatever. And really that's pretty 4D <laughs> to, to <laughs> even have that, that ego there and to be labeling things and to be saying, you know, this is good or that's bad. And there is, you know, like you mentioned in, in the beginning, there is this, um, a lot of teachings that, that say that you progress in this linear way and that, you know, everybody in the 3D is the majority of society. And that may be true. Um, but what we've really observed is that you can have a 3D thought pop in uh, of fear and what's directly in front of me and, you know, that separateness feeling. Something happens that really triggers you and you feel this separateness. It's me against them. We're in competition with each other. Um, that greed can creep in. And then you can have this super 5D um, thought and, and experience of you know, accepting everyone in your family and in, you know, your friend group and having that, just saving that space for them and having no comparison. And then you can have a 4D experience where you read something online and it brings you down this whole conspiracy theory and you're feeling fearful and you're feeling like everybody's might be out to get you because, you know, that veil has been lifted on this specific topic that you knew nothing about. And now you have that feeling of fear that's really driving you. So, you know, it's natural for us to all experience all of these different things. And of course, there is this kind of experience that we all can probably identify with of feeling that, you know, we're really conditioned to be in that 3D place from a young age and to be in competition and to be in, you've got to you know, take what you can. Nobody's going to hand it to you. You've got to work really hard. You've got to, you know, the world is a, a rough place. Like, wait till you face the real world. All of that conditioning that really sets us up to be operating like it's a good thing in that 3D realm. Um, and so the majority of this is, you know, life or people is that kind of awakening that happens when you start to see like, oh, we are all connected and, 
these things do, um, you know, other people are affecting me, how I treat them affects me. And that kind of um, spiritual awakening, I say with finger quotes, um, is something that we probably all experienced. So there is that threshold, I feel like. Um, and there are these thresholds between the majority of your thoughts and reality and experience going from one to the other in my personal observation. But then, of course, just because now the majority of your thoughts are in 4D doesn't mean that you're not going to have some 3D experiences and thoughts and um, observations. And same thing if the majority of your thoughts, like you've you've reached this threshold of like, aha, and this kind of awakening of, wow, I can operate and have more acceptance and see that polarization, how it's all beautiful and the light and the dark are all beautiful. Now the majority of my thoughts are in this 5D. I'm still having some 4D experiences, some 3D. So just knowing that it's it's all about that um, that openness, that that it's okay to experience all of those things and it doesn't make you good or bad or less enlightened or more enlightened or anything like that, um, I think is really important to know. And it's a big part of accepting yourself and having acceptance for other people, which that's really 5D in general, mm-hmm. um, is to accept that, yeah, I was operating for the last week in a 3D place or in a 4D place or in a 5D place or whatever, um, and kind of releasing that ego to have to be perfect and have to be, you know, whatever all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as you're talking, I'm like thinking in my head that even having these super strict labels and needing to be like, which one am I in is not very 5D yeah, in general. So, yeah. Sure. So, so it is about like using this as a tool that can support you and not getting lost in trying to fit into these labels that you read on Instagram. So that kind of yeah. goes with everything, you know, but like even looking at human design from this standpoint, um, you know, I was kind of thinking about through the lens of human design, looking at it from a third dimensional level, from a four dimensional level, from a five dimensional level. And, you know, in that 3D space, I think most people are not realizing that they have energy in their body at all. Like, you know, they know that they have emotions, they know that they have feelings, they maybe can resonate with just getting a random instinct, but they're not thinking of any of that being energetic. You know, they're thinking of their body as this like physical meat suit that their brain lives inside of. (laughs) And... Uh, I think, you know, when you when you meet someone that's really in that lower realm of the 3D and they can't, they don't even like recognize the fact that they have energy or that their energy exchanges with people, it's interesting because I even think that those people really can feel it. They're just in their mind, in their, their consciousness, they're not willing to let that in. They're not open to that fact. So, you know, the whole thing about human design is that we have this energetic blueprint, these energetic geometries within our in our aura that our soul has chosen for us and they're consistent throughout our lifetime. And then when we come with other, 
you know, come into contact with other people, when our aura is near another person's aura, our energy exchanges. And there's this interplay between us that's happening on a purely energetic level. So it is a subconscious thing that we're being affected by someone, that their gifts are coming into our aura so that we can feel them and use them. You know, if I had an undefined spleen and I'm with my husband, Jared, and his spleen is defined, I'm temporarily feeling and using his spleen. You know, that that exchange is there and it's so real once you have awareness of it. But there's lots and lots and lots of people out there that have no awareness of, of that at all. And I just wanted to say that, you know, sometimes it can feel like we have to like get to those people and make sure that they know that they're, they're energy and that everything's energy. But it's like those people really come around in their own time when you focus yeah. on your own journey. Wait for the invitation, bitch. Like yes. literally <laughs> wait to be invited. Um, and, and, you know, that's one of the things that I love about human design is that it helps you to um, kind of naturally, you know, de- part of the deconditioning process is working its way through these these three dimensions, For right? Sure. And and all of them have a lowest expression and a highest yeah. expression. All of the gifts in your chart, and so mm-hmm. knowing what they are then allows you to kind of have this. It's this kind of quantum leap of yeah of really letting go of what wasn't you and letting go of those fears and, you know, understanding how you transcend them and then putting them into practice. It's just, it really liberates you. Like I say every single day, um, (laughs) in a way that is just easy. Like it doesn't have to be this hard, laborious thing. And it totally can be. I mean, if that's your perception of, how things need to happen, um, or where you're at right now, that's fine. Um, but also it can be this kind of quantum leap without spiritually bypassing. Um, yeah, because I think a lot of, you know, it's easy to say like, Nope, I'm 5d. Everything's spiritual. Everything's connected. Everything happens for a reason. Um, don't feel, you know, those 4d thoughts or those 3d thoughts. Like it doesn't matter that you were, um, you know, robbed or like something mm-hmm. bad happens to you and you're yeah. really in this 3D place of like, oh my gosh, am I safe? Am I okay? Yeah. People are out to get me. That feeling, it, someone in this 5D realm or thinking they are might say like, it all happens for a reason. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, you're connected to that person and like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. However, you're here to feel. You're here to feel all those things and have acceptance for those things too. So really being conscious of not spiritually bypassing, I think is so important. For sure. And, you know, a part of being in this 5D state of consciousness is deep compassion for other people. Like if someone is suffering, it is your, you know, human duty, I want to say, although it's not a duty, to feel for them and to have compassion and to to know that if that person is suffering, that you can't just write it off. Like suffering is real. They're really experiencing that pain. And it's important to just love them and meet them there and not say like, you shouldn't be having that because here's the highest truth, you know, but really like focusing on that compassion instead of that place of apathy. And I just wanted to kind of say like a really good, um, 
a really good example of how human design lifted me out of the 3D and gave me this whole new quantum view of myself. It's like two places I can think of instantly. One is the gate of the fighter, gate 38, and the other is me having an emotional wave. So with me having an emotional wave, when I would be in a low, I would try to justify the feeling that I was feeling, or I would try to create a physical thing that matched my emotion. So I would catch myself going this low and then I would instantly be like, now I need something bad to happen to me to blame this on or to make sense out of this emotion by. So I would try to find it in my life. And if I couldn't find something, you know, like I would even pull shit from like way in the past. Like I'm just upset about my brother passing away. And that was like 15 years ago. But like I would pull from that to try to give myself an excuse or a reason to feel what I was feeling instead of just letting myself be where I was. Um, And then with having the gate of the fighter, I wasn't using that energy consciously. And the whole thing about your design is all of the energies that are within you, they're within you, whether you're aware of them or not. So if you don't have the awareness, if you don't have the consciousness, that energy is still there. But chances are it can come out in this lower expression because you're not nurturing it into that higher expression. So with Gator the Fighter, you know, same thing. I would feel this stirring within me or like this uneasiness within me. And I'd just be like, how can I pick a fight with my boyfriend or, you know, with my family? Like I'm just in the mood to fight. I'm in the mood to stir shit up. I'm in the mood to be right about something and to stand for and like protect myself. And, you know, once I had the awareness that I had that gate and that the highest expression is to use it in a positive way, standing up for something outside of yourself in the world, standing for your beliefs, feeling like you you are really being there to take on that challenge and to actively use your energy to make that thing better out in the world. Once you're using that energy in the highest expression, it is literally no longer there trying to be used in the negative expression in your own life. Um, so that was so liberating for me because now I can really catch myself and I know how to navigate those two things. So it's not saying that, you know, both of those things are not challenging or that they don't take my intention or, um, awareness they do. But when I know how to navigate them with awareness and I'm really able to meet them and I have this tool that lifted me out of this physical reality to where I can see these energies are 100% real it was a quantum leap for me. But then, you know, it can bring you into the 4D, from 3D to 4D, where you're like, I wish I didn't have an emotional wave because an emotional wave sucks. And like, I wish I didn't have the gate of the fighter. I wish I didn't have, you know, gate 51, gate of shock. Like other people don't have that. Or, you know, if anyone's feeling bitter about being a projector because you're a non-energy being or being a reflector, you know, any of the types, you know, you hear people who are generators and there's the conditioning to say like, oh, I'm not special. My, my energy type is the most common. Like, All of those thoughts are like, I wish I didn't have this. Something else is better. This is good and that's bad. And really that is not the highest truth of human design. The highest truth is that nothing is good or bad. It just is. And it's here to help you grow. It's here to help you evolve. It's not here to be compared to other people, but it is here to interchange with other people and to come together as two different energies and create that interplay of harmony and teaching each other and moving each other. So that's like my experience of that being in all those different places and, and sometimes falling back into like, I hardly ever really fall back into the low expression for long, you know, like I'll notice it, I feel it, but then right away I know, Oh, this is what this is. 
And here's what I can do to actively navigate this. And usually I'm able to really lift myself by just applying those strategies or tools. Yes. Yes. I love, um, I love all of that. And it's so, so true. And that's my favorite thing about having your authority, um, with all of this is that if you like, first of all, knowing what your authority is, is freaking profound. Um, because it lets everything else fall away. It's like, okay, if I'm making a decision using my authority. That's all that matters right now with in this moment. And it doesn't matter what I read online. It doesn't matter what, you know, some spiritual teacher is telling me I should do or I shouldn't do. It doesn't matter what, you know, my government is telling me I should do or I shouldn't do. It matters what is my authority telling me because that is what's going to be right for me as an individual. And moving into this new paradigm, this trajectory that we're on is all about being an individual and being your own authority in life and accepting yourself full, your full self, all of your gifts as this nine-centered being. And so that, just focusing on that alone can really liberate you from all of the the randomness of the thoughts, you know, without spiritually bypassing them and without ignoring them, but really saying, okay, I'm feeling this, I'm experiencing this, I'm reading this, I'm hearing this, I'm afraid of this, I'm, you know, all of those things. And then saying, okay, whatever your authority is, let me tune in to that. Let me set down all that mental chatter and really feel what my authority is telling me is right for me in this moment. And then without judgment saying, oh, because my authority told me to get vaccinated or to not get vaccinated or to, you know, volunteer for this program or not volunteer or to have this belief or not have this belief, that doesn't mean I have to then say everyone must or you must do this thing. It's just saying when you use your authority, it's saying this is what my authority told me. What does your authority tell you? And how can I help you to have more clarity with using your your own authority, making your own decisions, being empowered to be the authority of your own life? Um, that is really that that great switch that I think human design really offers. Half the time when we talk, especially like on other people's podcasts, I feel like I'm selling human design. Like <laughs> everyone listening doesn't already love it and use it and um, feel really you know, like it's, it's helped them grow. It's liberated them. I always feel like I'm this spokesperson for human design. That's really like, um, QBCing the shit out of it. But <laughs> as you say, that's because you are like, yeah. I think about that all the time, how, uh, surprising it is to me that this system came into our lives and is just like such a part of our life purpose and our life mission and like the energy that we're here to share and like who knows what the future holds or how long we'll be obsessed with it but like we're going pretty strong and we talk about it lit every single hour <laughs> of every single day and I think it's really cool like it's just that feeling of like you know when I was younger I, I didn't I wasn't really sure if you could be in love with someone for many years because I had never seen it happen before I had never witnessed you know someone who had been together for 15 years who were totally in love. And, you know, that felt scary. But then when I met Jared, like it just, the fear kind of got blown away because my authority was so strong. And like, now we've been together for almost 10 years and like 
genuinely, I shock myself how I'm still so in love with him and into him. And like, it feels just like so normal. And like, I'm really teaching myself that when something is right for you or aligned for you, it's just there. And maybe one day it will no longer be aligned and your job is to be okay with that and to gracefully let it go. But it's really cool to see all the places in your life where you're like, this is so obvious and clear. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be talking about. So just do it and like, listen instead of getting in your head and trying to like jump ship every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. Oh, I was just going to say that. It's funny because Brian's family all listen to the podcast and even, you know, when I, were around her family things they're still they're asking me about human design and I'm always thinking like, you are guys, you sick of hearing me talk about <laughs> because it because <laughs> I talk about it every hour of every day and you're still not sick of it and that's shocking to me but also like yeah let's I love it I love it yeah <laughs> anyways and I also wanted to say that you know uh when it comes to following your authority like this is something that we talk about so much on the podcast like It's so important to actually know how to do that and to go on your own process and to feel it for yourself because following your authority is a form of intuition. Like we don't use that word very often when it comes to authority, but that's really what it is. It's like feeling in your body what, how, what is the process that helps me feel what my highest aligned truth is. And it is something that like we really feel passionately about because it supersedes all of the other information in human design. It's like, if your authority says to do it, it's right for you, period. So I just wanted to say that, you know, we have on our website, daylunalife.com, we have video masterclasses for your strategy and like your daily practice. That's like a more internal thing so that you can really experience change and growth and like move through the world. And we also have videos of all of the channels so that you can understand what your unique gifts are. But I'm really feeling called in this moment to maybe create courses around authority and like how to use that. So let us know if that feels good for you guys because um, normally that's something that we go over in a one-on-one reading. But as you know, we only have so much time to be able to meet with you guys one-on-one and it's just so deeply important. So maybe it'd be fun for us to create those so that you guys can start really using your authority um, and having a lot of confidence with that. And I yeah. think that would be so helpful. Yeah, me too. Um, it's I feel like it's time. Um, and yeah, also knowing what your channels are incredibly liberating. So I think that's why we were so called to create those um, first. But Mm -hmm. speaking of readings, we love meeting with you guys one-on-one and we have been so busy. And I think we only have like six spots left for this year in December. So I know that's so far to wait. Um, We encourage you if you are waiting and you have something booked, um, to watch your videos, uh, like your type video or your channel videos, because then we can go even deeper in your reading. Um, So if you're feeling like you just need more support or you're wanting to dive deeper into your own self-awareness, go to daylunalife.com. Also listen back to episodes on this podcast. And we are constantly creating resources for you guys to unlock, you know, your own awareness within yourself. So, um, daylunalife.com and I, our Instagram at dayluna, (laughs) 
<laughs> we haven't done this for a while, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. And we just freaking love you guys and we feel you and we're so connected. So reach out anytime. Anything else you want to add, Dana? Um, I just want to say thanks for being patient with us dropping this episode and thanks for tuning in today Um, because we get to kind of keep the pulse of what you guys are feeling on Instagram and we know that you guys have been missing the show. So I just wanted to say thank you for being here and I hope that you guys have been just experiencing your own journey, allowing it all to be there and bringing that full love and awareness and acceptance to every part of your journey because that is what we're focused on. And we know that if our frequencies have been attracted together, we're probably all on that same page. So hope you guys have a beautiful day. We're sending you so much love and we'll catch you next time.